this Cause when it doesn't last you wish you had I will cherish this, I will be humble again What will it take to get me to get where I'm going? Do you know the way? Do you know when the tunnel ends? I see a house of lies built upon a foundation of sand That was our house, that was our life, but we fell in and Then it was dark, and we could see no more But somehow we found each other, somehow we found hope If you carry your will, I will carry my will If you carry your will, I will carry my will If you carry your will, I will carry my will If you carry your will, I will carry my will Let your faith guide your faith. 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 Let your faith guide your faith.
Good morning. You're listening to Open Lines Radio. This is the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire. Thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, it's been quite a week. We have finally made it through. My first full week. It was the first full week here at Open Lines Radio where we broadcast every single day. And man, it was it was it was a marathon and it still continues to be and next week will be the same. Um, join me tomorrow morning, or not tomorrow morning, see, I, I don't even have it in my head, tomorrow evening for the Monday mixtape. I actually kind of like doing the Monday mixtape at night because it, we get, get our Monday out of the way, get the shitty Monday out of the way, and then we can like actually kick off our week once we get that first day behind us. So tonight though, this morning, I'm all messed up. This morning what we're going to be doing is listening to episode 15 of the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire. It originally aired August 31st, 2016, so almost two years ago today. And in fact, we, I probably recorded this conversation with Angela two years ago to this date because I recorded it a couple days before. So it's weird, like these, these are t- lining up just right with the dates two years later. And the cool thing about this one is I know Angela, and we've we've gotten to know each other over the since this. We don't talk a whole lot uh, now and then. And her evolution from here to where she is, I don't think it's necessarily where she thought she was going, but I think when she looks back at it, she's going to see how she really has grown, and 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 not, but but not only that, she's grown, but she's kept her core, and that's important. So let's just let's just uh, get right to it, shall we? Um, I think I've spoken enough this week, and I will continue into next week. Be sure to join me tomorrow night for the Monday mixtape, and on Tuesday morning for streaming consciousness. But right now, we've got more important voices to listen to. Friends and family, I'm really so happy you're all here. Joining me in this beautiful symphony of zeros and ones, transmitting across continents through fiber optic cables and ethereal connections, through a tin can telephone to your wildest, most imaginative dreams. Mrs. Angela Hartman, ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. The, 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 the reason I wanted to talk to you mostly is you have a hashtag that you always use on your Instagram photos that says, She Went Wild. And I'm wondering if you want to or if you could talk about the process of going wild yeah of course um i love that hashtag um she went wild because a a lot of people can use it in different ways but in the way that i use it is that i don't know like i just feel like when i'm out in the mountains when i'm outside it's like my soul goes wild it's just where it belongs and and it just connects with everything with the trail with the rocks with my tiredness on the trails, with the animals that I see, 
I mean, it's just a huge connection, and it just makes me feel wild. Um, because last year I had read a book, um, Women Who Run With the uh -huh. Wolves, and there's a lot of really good, um, like, different, like, inserts in the book, and, you know, just about connecting and just being wild as well. And I just, I just love that, you know. It's not necessarily going bad right. wild, but more of, for me, it's a connection. What were you doing before you went wild? <laughs> I was pretty dormant. I was, my um, husband and I were back east and I was working and I, you know, I was always like, I need to be successful. I need to get out and, you know, get that job. And, you know, I was, uh -huh. you know, I worked at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia for a while and it was fun, but I felt like it was just, you know, kind of making me, I was super dormant. I didn't awake right. yet. And um, before we moved out here, I started going outside and walking and I just felt like this is where I like I belong and I just, you know, I started questioning a lot and we decided to move out here and I just feel like I've just completely blossomed out here in Colorado. <laughs> so what, how did, so you went from working at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia to becoming, do you work for the Forest Service? Is that? Well, at first, um... I had worked at a bowling alley, <laughs> which my family and everyone was like, wait, what, you work from, you made how much, and then you went there? <laughs> but I was like, no, you know, sometimes you got to connect yourself down to that level. Not that it's a bad level, but, you know, I didn't really care, right. you know. And um, I decided that I wanted to do something in law enforcement and to be outside, so I applied for a Title 33 position. Um, for Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Colorado Parks and Wildlife. So do you have family in Colorado, or did you guys just take off and head out there? We, I, well, I have a biological father that I don't talk to that actually lives in Grand Junction, which is a lot. <laughs> but I, um, I, we don't know anyone out here, so we just kind of came out here, and that's, that's how I like to live. Um, just like kind of just go, you know, but also be responsible because you have right, to be right. Well, I think that's why I <laughs> I connect so much to your story is because it's I have kind of a similar situation where I I had a a nice nine to five good paying job and and the next thing you know we're in California and I'm reading tarot cards on Instagram <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and like, we don't oh, know really? anybody out here either so I I understand. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I would say my last, well, I think it was last year around um, maybe November or December, uh, your wife connected with me. And I was like, oh, she's so cool. And she's like, I would like to try with you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I didn't have any friends at the time. And I was like, please, be my friend. Because <laughs> like, I would most certainly connect with her very Yeah, well. in fact, I think I, think <laughs> I remember day. her saying, you got to follow Mrs. Hartman. <laughs> she's cool. <laughs> I, think that's how, I think that's how I ended up following you. Oh, thank you, so 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 you were so you work for the 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 Colorado Parks Department. So now are Parks and Colorado, Kyle, parks, Colorado and parks and Wildlife. So what do you do? Take us through your day out in nature, or or, or whatever your day is. I want to know what it's like to be a, a a park ranger. All right, great. I can definitely do that. So I have the five a.m. shifts. So I wake up and I I you know go into work, get my patrol car. Um, and then I just kind of patrol around the park before the sun rises, and it's kind of cool. And, you know, just make sure everyone is complying with paying for their campsite. If not, I just knock on their door, no matter how early it is, unfortunately. <laughs> it could be 530, and I'm like, Ranger Hartman, park ranger, please open your door. <laughs> so That's the um, business <laughs> side of it. <laughs> yeah, it's the business side, but the best 
the the really cool, awesome, wild, like kind of like you know, back to the hashtag mm-hmm. she went wild hashtag of it is that like I get to watch the sunrise every day and like it's just always different and it's so beautiful the way it touches the lake you know the way it touches the field and sometimes I stop my patrol car and I just like sit there and I just you know for a little bit and I just watch everything how the light touches everything and um, there's this hawk that I visit sometimes that he's at this one part of the park he's always there um, and, you know, I just kind of like just kind of patrol up and just park my car for a little bit once I'm done with all my responsibilities, right. of course. And um, I kind of just hang out and then he usually flies away. Do you talk to um, him? But it's just, no, nope. no, I don't talk to him. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'll talk to the deer. I'll be like, hello, deer. <laughs> like, I'll like roll down my patrol window as I'm like rolling nice. by. So <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot of fun. It's a, it's a. It's a very beautiful park, Lake Pueblo State Park. Nice, <laughs> nice. So, so after the sun comes up, then what do you do? Do you still? Is it you're just making rounds? Is that how? How? how what's the what's the shift like? The shift actually, the shift for me goes quick because I love the job. It's just I feel like I, I breathe and it's done, and then I'm like, oh, it's one o'clock, okay, or thirteen hundred. So, um, I mean, basically a patrol, and if there's an issue on park, um, I either myself or another ranger will go. I'm not an armed ranger, so if there's something that's a, kind of an imminent danger or potential, mainly the um, the rangers will go out, the armed ones, and sometimes we're back up as well sometimes. So sometimes I'm there by myself in the morning and I run someone's information and the um, state patrol have to come out and, you know, make, make an arrest on someone, which is always exciting <laughs> for me. So. Does that happen a lot <laughs> or is like, it just... Occasionally, you have problems. For me, it does because I, I like, I'm not like I seek these things, but I'm like kind of a little too bold, and I'll just go up to to anything. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I guess that goes back to the uh, she went wild. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. So, so you have so so basically, it's like the the job part of it. Does the job part? It sounds like you enjoy the job too. It sounds like, but but the just being outside and being in in the park just makes it all worth it yeah for sure it feels like I'm going on one of my long walks but I'm working and I just it just makes like it completes my soul in a way <laughs> nice so <laughs> oh, that's cool so you're is this so is this your long is this a long-term plan for you you plan I, I know that you're also in school and so are you mm-hmm. looking to um is your schooling incongruent with with what you're doing now or, or are you is this a temporary well, thing? Actually, well, it's a temporary position. I'm Unfortunately, my last day at parks until next year, because I'll get hired back on for the summer, will be in September. But, and I also started school. And through this whole summer, um, I love being a park ranger, but I decided to be a police officer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of threw my husband and everyone through a loop. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I was like, I want more action. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, and not that I I love the outside, but like I I can go hike and I live in Colorado, so and I always make the attempt to climb anything when I can on my days off. So right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so the park ranger job was just kind of the way to get you out there. Now that you're there, well, or maybe that's what you thought it was, but now it's even even more. So when you become a go into law enforcement, I actually saw your the the video um, of you at the breakfast <laughs> with with the other oh, law enforcement. <laughs> That's so goofy. I'm not, 
No, that's cool. That's really cool because yeah. I, um, uh, my brother-in-law's in law enforcement as well. So it's 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 really important to have good people, um, good, mindful, aware, awake people. You know. Um, yeah. In the profession. That's cool. So you you mentioned your husband a couple times. He now what, he's a. He is in the um, Army National oh, Guard. Oh, National Guard. That's what it is. Yeah, so he actually is for basic in October. Um, he's really excited about it. I'm really excited for him. I, I, I'm like, I feel like, you know, like I was saying, that we were kind of dormant. We were very dormant back east, and I feel like it's opened up a lot of opportunities for us out here. And um, I, I'm the type of, like, wife that likes to push people, yeah. <laughs> anyone around me, you know. Like, my husband, I'm like, just do it. Just do it. I know this is like, because you had that feeling that, mm-hmm. like, this is going to sound very silly, but I had this dream that David needed to do this. <laughs> and I talked to him about it, and he's like, well, let me think about it. And now he's in the guard, and, you know, I like to trust my intuition and my dreams sometimes. So, and, yeah, and I, I just, I love pushing people towards their goals and stuff. So it just makes me happy. So it's just because I think everyone should be successful and happy because, I mean, I know what it's like to be dormant and not go, not knowing where you're going. So I'd like to push people to the right direction if they allow it. Yeah. <laughs> and you allow it. <laughs> For sure. What do you think it was in this period of dormancy that you were going through? What was the, was it reading the book or was it something else going on at, at the same time that, that snap that you were like, I just can't do this anymore? Well, you know, I um, had suffered from depression a little bit in my 20s and I was um, I was actually married um, in my 20s when I was 23. Uh, I married an illegal immigrant, and um, it just it wasn't that, you know. I kind of just did it on a whim, which is very very irrational and crazy. <laughs> um, but I thought it was right at the time, and there were good moments and there were a lot of bad moments. But I always try to look at the good moments as well. Um, unfortunately, he left me a couple days after he got his green card, so. Um, I got kind of kicked out of the, the apartment in Brooklyn, and I moved into Manhattan um, on, in the Harlem area. And I, I struggled a lot during that time. I, I didn't really have a lot of money because I had a joint account with him, and, you know, unfortunately, money was taken out. So, I mean, I really struggled with you, food. You didn't and see everything. this coming at all? You, 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 were, nope. you were in it for the relationship, and he was in it for citizenship? Or at least, yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah, I mean, but, you know, no, don't, it's, it's okay, I mean, life teaches you a lot of lessons, and so, but, you know, it's, it's okay, you know, I, I, I wish the very best for him, you know, it's, I'm not going to be, I don't want to be a negative, I, you know. Yeah, no, I love that, so. <laughs> I love that, because it's like, you are where you are because of it, and when yeah, you can, when I you mean... can look back and not be angry, and look back and see, oh, that was necessary for me to be who I am today. Exactly. So, and it got me through a lot, and I was really depressed and everything, so, um, but, I mean, and eventually, like, as the years went by, I met my wonderful husband, and um, it's just been, it's just been a fun ride, and right now, I don't really feel like I suffer from anything, because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, I haven't been sad in a really long time, but I knocked on wood real quick, I'm like, all right, so, like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) But, I mean, I keep myself busy, and like I said, I, I just feel such a connection to nature and the mountains. Like, it's just, it just kind of, like, is my therapy in a way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Have you ever heard of um, Edward Abbey? No. Uh, he's, he wrote The Monkey Wrench Gang. 
um, and some other um, an he's a big environmentalist and he has a book called Desert Solitaire uh, where he was a park ranger at Arches in Moab oh. Utah that he he writes about you should check it out you'll really you'd really like it it's Desert Solitaire by Edward Abbey and I mean this was this was a long time ago you know like I don't even I don't know like back in the 50s when the park first opened up so it's kind of this different okay. take but he said um, in that book this isn't an exact quote, it's a paraphrase, but something, he'd rather starve to death in the West than die fat and full of food or something in the East, something like that. So, Oh my gosh, you, I, connect, I connect with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he says it much more eloquently, because I'm coming off, the top of, coming off the top of my head with it, but he, but yeah, do you, that, that's what you feel too. It's, is, do you think it, it's moving away from kind of the city that has, has allowed you to to maybe let some of this depression just dissipate up into the air. It's not yeah, held down. You know, there's a lot of family expectations, you know, and my husband has such a wonderful family, but, you know, everyone wants their opinion, wants their, their input, and wants us to be a certain way and, and everything. And, you know, that's just how life is, and that's how family is, mm -hmm. you know. But I think David and I, we needed to move away from there and I, I had that feeling too because like like I said for him joining the guard I also had the feeling that we needed to move out west and I didn't know how it was going to work but we needed to do it not saying it wasn't easy right <laughs> it was very hard in the beginning because everything is <laughs> right but that's where you grow stronger you know and everything so um but I mean we just needed that that moment of just us out here to kind of find ourselves in, in everything. So yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool that you have that ride or die partner now that will go on these adventures with you. <laughs> and, and, you yeah. know, and you know, so, so when you, so I want to go back, go back again. So when you were going back to, let's go back to Philadelphia before the, yeah. before the bowling alley, where did you have um, like, intuitive feelings back then that you maybe were just ignoring or were you kind of like the weird one in the at work that was always kind of into this stuff I was the weird one at work yeah. everyone would call me a goofy weirdo <laughs> and everything and <laughs> I even got bullied oh no <laughs> that's okay I know, you wouldn't think you would get bullied in your 30s but it completely happened <laughs> so it, it wasn't very fun and um women are very mean <laughs> But that's okay. <laughs> like, especially if you're different and everything, and I don't know. So isn't it crazy? Sure isn't it? It's crazy how like just, I mean, and probably all you wanted to do was just make people happy, and how that gets attacked. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so you, so you didn't necessarily. So you were just kind of. So you were kind of. Would you say you were trapped? Were you stuck? In this, where you had this wild side that wanted to come out, but maybe you were in a uh, place where you weren't able to live as that person? Yes, actually, I felt like that my whole life. <laughs> I felt like, I remember when I was little and I was like, I need to move somewhere away from the East Coast because this is not where I belong. <laughs> and I, I knew that since I was little. And um, I don't know, like, you know, when you get obligations, you do things and, you know, you kind of suppress those feelings. And then that's where the depression comes up or the anxiety. And I feel that that's the stem of it sometimes. If you suppress what your soul really wants for you and what the universe actually has for you, you know? Yeah, because, I, I mean, there are pl places where we should be, where the universe wants to put us. But it's so easy to move around the world now that we it's so easy to get 
stuck in the wrong place just because yeah. you know just because your parents made a bad choice and moved you moved and then you were born in a place you weren't necessarily supposed to be it's, it's, but but your sounds like you're where you should be now sounds like like this no, is where you need to be it only it took you a few years to get there but that's okay it's almost like is it like a second a second life that you're living right now like, it feels like a second life everything i feel like i'm changing so much like all the time and um I'm more mindful of my own feelings, mindful of, like, everything, you know. In your 20s, you're kind of like, ah. But I don't know. It's just something about maybe for me being in my 30s. I just, I love it. I just feel confident in myself. I just feel so much more, you know, better about everything. Um, I'm not saying that we still struggle because everyone still does. Right. No one's, nothing's perfect. Right. But. <laughs> right. Right. But at least you're able to um, forge that life you want without judgmental eyes, maybe. Yes. <laughs> cool. No, that's cool. So are you are you uh so you, so you're out west now. Now like there's probably no going back. You're that's that's how I am. I have a a do <laughs> I have a daughter who um recently graduated from high school and she was talking about going to NYU. And I'm like, "What are you talking oh. about? We're a West Coast family." <laughs> I don't understand that. But I know she can make her own decisions, but I just I don't understand the I'm going to get slaughtered by East Coast listeners, but I just don't understand. I went to college in the, on the East Coast, no so I can. Oh, cool. <laughs> or in Vermont. Where'd you go? I went to Vermont in oh. Vermont. Hi. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So no, this is awesome. This is cool. Um, so what? What are? What, what do you think? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm just really interested in in the moment where people decide to make that move. Like, like, can you? Go back to that point. Maybe you're already past it, where it's it's you're over it. But what was that? What was the point where it was like, all right, we got to do this, and like, because because it's one thing to talk about it, and it's one thing to grow up saying I'm in the wrong place and I need to move, but then to actually do it, like, <laughs> how do you get that courage to actually like do it? It's well, I am insane because when I say something, I do it. <laughs> and it's not just being like haughty or big-headed or anything, but I've always been like that. Even if it was the hardest thing, I knew that I could just do it. How crazy and is it to say you're insane because you do what you say you're going to do? <laughs> I know, but it's just like I, I, you know, like, so it's just, it's, I've always been like that my whole life. And like, I've always had this drive I'd never had, which could be a bad drive. Cause sometimes I just push myself. Like I climbed the, um, Mount Sherman with bronchitis the other week, and I pushed myself. But <laughs> regardless, but you did it <laughs> anyways. Yes, I did it. You probably if you, if you would have thought you couldn't do it, you wouldn't have done it, right? You know, uh, you know, you're, you know, are you still? Even if you were more sick than I you, what you were. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Um, back to the question. Um, <laughs> I, you know, like I said, I, David and I were talking about moving, and you know. I was just like, well, we're going to do it. And he's like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And I'm like, no, we're going to do it, David. We're going to go out there. We're going to make it work. So he started applying because he has the the better kind of, like, job to get it, like, you know, to get more noticed out here uh -huh. other than me. So I, um, so he had gotten this first job, and they asked him to come out that, like, two weeks, and we were going to get things ready. He dropped the ball on us. And I, I got so sad. I was like, we're never going to move out east. I got, like, really, like, you know, dismayed. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I, I, I was going to work, and I was like, 
really depressed. I was taking blood from babies. I was like, you don't understand. Because I would be in the alone in the incubators with the babies. Yeah. I just talk to them. I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> I wanted to move out west. They were, You're in this incubator, and I don't know. Like, <laughs> just give me your blood. But, yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, because that's that's when you have your mindset, and you think it's going to happen, and then it doesn't. That's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But eventually, Dave got um, his job that he is working right now, currently, and... So it was for the best. It, it, yeah, it he moved yet. out here first, and then I moved out here two months later, so... <laughs> so, but the, 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 so becoming a, so, the, so becoming a park ranger, that, when, how did that happen? Because that, you didn't come out to Colorado to do, to do that, did you? No, yeah, that's, I, that's that's kind like, of a thing. In yeah. fact, my my wife says, "Look at Mrs. Hartman. <laughs> she became a park ranger." <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "That's so cool!" Like, oh. like, all, like, it was like all it was. All, it kind of seemed to me like it was like it was uh, a a life change. What, but was it was it not, or or was that kind of something that you it weren't was a thinking? Life changer. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like you know went from working this other professional job to go into something extremely different. Um, but I remember being at the bowling alley last year and being in Colorado and, and everything, and I was just like, I think I want to try to be a park ranger. I was a little hesitant at first because I like my weekends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of was like, I don't know if I'm going to take this job. And I did the interview, and I was a little nervous because it was like an intense interview. They asked you question after question, and... I just, you know, I'm always, everyone's always nervous if they answer things right or wrong, right. so, and I didn't know anything about law enforcement or anything, so, <laughs> but, you know, I, I had decided that I wanted to do it. I was like, Angela, you should just try to be a park ranger. Just work the summer and see what it's like for you, and then I did a ride-along um, with a, another ranger, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, <laughs> and then I had gotten hired a couple weeks later on, and then, you know, I'd ride around with, um... And the first couple of weeks, we ride around with people, and I just had a lot of fun. One time, I was with my um, my really cool supervisor, and he we were in this car, and um, we it was he is we put on the lights, and we were like chasing down this car, and it was like, what? This is amazing! <laughs> and then like we also rescued like a rattlesnake and everything too. So you rescued a rattlesnake? <laughs> yeah, from the water. I can't believe I reached down there and I I picked them up with this little net and. I didn't know what to do. My supervisor had to pick them up because I'm like, I've never been as close to a snake before. Yeah. Oh my God, what did I do? What did, what did I just do? <laughs> like, pick up a rattlesnake. So <laughs> it was insane. And I'm a, I'm a huge bird rescuer. I always manage to find birds to rescue this summer. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, you, you, you and, and my wife Holly have so much in common. The, the, the birds in need of rescue just find her. <laughs> yeah. Aww. But rattlesnakes... I, now, I live on a, an avocado grove where we deal with rattlesnakes cool. daily. It's got to be, like, you have to be completely mindful as you walk around here, or you'll step on one. And I never, there there are, um, the, the other people who work on the grove, if they come across them, they'll kill them. But I always just try to go around them or shoo them away. You know, I don't want to kill kill any of them. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's, uh, so that's why it just seems uh, crazy to me to save a to hear someone else say they've saved a rattlesnake from the water instead of just being like, well, Aww. there's another ra rattlesnake down. Because out here, Aww. out here, it's like they're they're the enemies of the grove workers. 
Oh, I see. Well, they have valid lives too, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> so, I agree. And and then, you know what? I've never had one. I've never seen one aggressive. So maybe, maybe uh, that's why I'm not. I'm not as scared of them as the other people working around out here. Oh. <laughs> so, so t- what's one of the what's one of the craziest things you've come you've had to do while you were while you were working? Probably not on the morning shifts, but have you ever had to do like some late night shifts where people are partying and? And uh, you've got a, you've kind of found yourself in some sticky situations just trying to do your job. Well, um, as a Title Thirty Three and unarmed, I don't work at night because okay. you know things could happen at night. Right. But I mean, like the morning shift is just as crazy. Yeah. It's just mainly like the arrests and stuff. And I'm sitting in the car, and the contacts are trying to come up to my patrol car, and I'm like, "Okay, sir, please step back. Please go to your, go to your RV, please, and stay there." <laughs> Now how are, like, oh my God, get my <laughs> how are you how are how are they why are they needing to be like are they you're running their plates and you're finding they have warrants like what what is it why do you need to call a like why is it so crazy what why are there so many people needing well, to be arrested well I can't go into huge detail because it's worse, oh, okay that's true that's okay <laughs> but yeah no worries hey oh you tried <laughs> but I mean just usually you call in the dispatch and then you give information then they come back with something and then if it's something like like an offense or whatever, then, um, or a bond or whatever, then usually I, that's something over me. And then a state trooper will come if a ranger is not coming. So, yeah, the kind of stuff like that. Nothing super crazy <laughs> has happened. I was, um, but, yeah, I mean, there are, some, there are a lot of instances this summer, um, but, I mean, I'm not really allowed to talk about it, okay. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I could email you and let you know. Okay. But <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. So, um I'm just trying to. I always wanted to be a park ranger, so I'm kind of getting a little selfish on this uh, on this episode because I'm just asking you questions that. <laughs> so, so when you go into this your law enforcement career that you're you're looking into going into, are you looking to still kind of make maybe be a state trooper who's still kind of working around parks, or are you looking to get like serious? Like, like what are you? What's your what's your future? My future. <laughs> I, you know, I would love to be a state trooper. All those guys are, they're so cool. I met them, and they're just so nice. And so are the, uh, the police as well. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of, you kind of get both the two worlds. You get the highways and the crazy crashes and stuff that happens on highways, uh-huh. and then you get the stuff that happens kind of like in the city. So I'm not quite sure where my path will lead. I don't know why um, I don't know why I asked you that because I know you know you don't know you just go with I know you go with wherever you're I, feeling I, I in the moment. The <laughs> I don't know why I asked you about the future. That was a yeah. dumb question. <laughs> no, it was not a dumb question. It's okay. I mean, I'm between being a um, a state trooper or just a, a cop, but I know for a fact that I want a patrol dog. So. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. Yeah, I want to name him Chewbacca, and then like <laughs> Chewy when it gets all serious, like get him Chewy. And that'll be like my German wisdom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so what are your what are your uh, let's let's talk a little bit about like your your spiritual side. You know, we've talked about the 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 uh, the physical here on Earth. This is what you're doing as your profession. But how does this tie in? to like say your your bigger beliefs and um i don't even know how to put this like maybe maybe i should i i, I sometimes i ask people these uh, this question so what do you think happens after you die 
I, I truly believe that you come back as something else. Um, I mean, me personally, I would love to be a hawk, but whatever the universe decides. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I could share this little story. Um, last year, I had met this lady at a, um, I guess it's a holistic fair. And she was like a, kind of like a, she did this Reiki and air breathing and, you know, and she, I just had such a connection with her that I wanted to get a reading from her. And I did it like two weeks before I came out to Colorado. And, you know, I was like kind of like struggling through work because like, you know, I was getting bullied and people didn't like, the girls didn't like me and stuff. So um, I was just like that. And, um, you know, my mom had died about a year and a half ago and I just had a lot of questions for her. And, you know, I knew, like, I, I could always, I always feel things around me, but I don't know, like, what's there, you know? Like, <laughs> I know that there are things, um, not in, like, a, you, but, you yeah, know. No, you I know, know what you're saying, saying. yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I remember last year I asked her about my mother, because, like, I don't know, I'm just still, like, really hardened, like, not hardened, but, like, I never had a good relationship with my mom, and she drank, and she did drugs, and, you know, I, I didn't grow up in the best environment at all. And, um, and that's okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> I turned out pretty good. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that's usually <laughs> where the best positive. people come from. Yeah. So, you know, I had a strange, I didn't talk to my mom for a while and then she had gotten um, lung cancer from smoking and she didn't take care of herself. My mom was a very beautiful woman and she would have been still to this day if she didn't do drugs and alcohol. She always looked young and everything. Um, but she, um, I asked her about my mother because I was just really like, I just feel like there was something there that was missing still, even though I had gone to my mom's funeral and we buried her and, you know, and I just, I felt like there was something still like I needed to get done because a couple of days before she died, she called me and I was working my hectic, busy, big girl job, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't have time for her. I was like, mom, I don't have time for this because she, she was the type of mother that wasn't really there for you. Right. So, um, like, and it's unfortunate because I've always wanted a mom. Until this day, I always want a mom. But um, that's okay, though. But she, I kind of, like, kind of threw it to the side. And then she died, like, four days later. And I, I can't forgive myself for that. But I, I needed to talk to my, to this lady that I had this, such a connection with. And I said, well, what's going on with my mom in the spiritual world? <laughs> like, you know? And she took this huge pause. And I was like, oh, no, did I, like, upset, like, the guides and stuff? Like, I don't know. You know, yeah. was I not supposed to ask that question? And um, she's, like, it's a, she's like, it's a little cloudy. Your mother's deciding where she wants to come back to Earth or she wants to stay. I'm like, well, wh where, where is she staying? Where is she going to come back to Earth? Like, you know, like, what's going on? And they're saying that because my mother had a really hard life and stuff. She, um, like had a really like really bad upbringing my grandpa was a great musician he actually played with elvis oh really um a little bit yeah and he's from hillbillies um <laughs> from west virginia and he was a brilliant guitar player and everything he was just a great man but he had an alcohol problem so he never made it in hollywood and everything because they had moved out there and tried everything and stuff so but you know my mom just had a really bad life and um, the lady was sharing some things about my mom that I knew that were confirming, you know, and about everything. And then, you know, I was just like, well, I don't know. I was like, I want to tell her I'm sorry that I didn't call her, like, you know, and call her back. Is like, I still feel bad to this day. Like, 
you know, sometimes I'd still kind of break down and cry because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible person. I did it to my mother and she was just reaching out and like when she died, I was at work and I I cried in the middle of the lunchroom and it was crowded doctors. Doctors, you know, they're super immune by crying. So, you know, I was just sitting there crying and going like, oh, and I couldn't like put myself together. It took me a half hour and then um, like I, I just... I had to get my husband's grandparents to pick me up from the city because I worked in Philadelphia and I lived like an hour away from work because I took a train. So um, I was just, and then we had gone down to West Virginia to get my mother and my sister and my aunt are super strong women. I'm a strong woman, but I'm very emotional too. (laughs) And they were all like, strong and emotional. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I just, I couldn't talk the whole time. Um, And, I was just so distraught by my mother and how I didn't talk to her. And I was like, how am I going to enter this house? Because she lay there dead by herself for a while. And that was her biggest fear is dying on her own. But she would never, we would try to bring her up up to us, but she had so so many problems. Like she was still doing drugs and selling them and drinking, right, even though right. she was dying. So it was just like, you didn't know what to do, you know? You didn't want to bring something like that into your, you know, your life. It was it's rough. Um, so, you know, it was, when I had asked, um, when I had gone in, well, my sister and my aunt had gone in right away, and it took me like 10 minutes to go in, and I felt kind of dramatic that I couldn't go in the house that my mom died. I was just, just like, because I felt like she was still there, and I was like, I don't want my mom to be trapped in this, like, crazy, like, drug-infested area of West Virginia, (laughs) like, you know, like, I need to find her spirit and, like, put it in my, like, bring it with me. But, I mean, it was it was really tough, you know, and, like, I just feel like maybe a little bit of it's still not closed, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it still and everything. But um, when I speak, spoke to that spiritual person, um, I forget her name, but she's so cool. I, I would love to connect you with her. She's such a wonderful person. Um, you know, she said that my mom hasn't decided yet. And that was also a confirmation for me is that there are other things, you know, into the world. Like, you know, if you could come back or you could stay wherever that realm will be. Um, there's a movie called Mr. Nobody, which I saw that last year. And it kind of like, if you, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. I, ha- I really haven't good. seen it. Kinda... Somebody else said something to me about that. Is that, who's in that? Is that Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Yeah, okay. I, I can never say I don't I don't know him. So I don't know him. So I don't like Yeah. But um so it was just I mean, it was such a good movie and it talked about different life and like how you come back or when you die you can come back as another person and it's such a brilliant movie. I definitely suggest it. But I mean I definitely believe that there you know, you can come back as anything. Come back as a human and relive your life. I believe in past lives, you know? Yeah. Somebody said I was a priestess in my, one of my past lives, and that's and I was like, that's probably why I like pomegranates so much. I love pomegranates. I'm probably gonna live forever because I eat them all the time when they're in season. And I was like, why do I like these so much? And I was, pomegranates. <laughs> and I was like, when, like, <laughs> pomegranates are a big synchronistic sign in my life as well. So that's crazy. Yeah, when you when you, yeah. when you say pomegranate, I <laughs> oh, so. someone said pomegranate. <laughs> well you know i want to i want to i think your your mother i don't know that she's completely moved beyond yet because i think she's really enjoying your spirit and your energy like i think she's finding redemption through you right now and you need to forgive yourself because you know 
back then when she was calling, like she was an adult and you were an adult, and it wasn't your job to, like, like that you you had you had your relationship with her for a reason. Like it wasn't this tight relationship because of actions she did, and there's nothing you can do about that. So like you got to stop beating yourself up over it because. I think she's getting a second life through you as well, you know? Like, I, I'm sure you yeah. can feel her around you, and, and she's seeing what life really could, can, could have been like. And I think she's really proud. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm sorry. Just, that just came through. No. No worries. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, like don't beat yourself up over it. I mean, it's, it's, it's shitty that you... Um, didn't get a chance to call her back, but like, if if most people's moms passed away, they would have that because it's like, who wants to call their mom back? <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> so yeah. so don't like stop beating yourself up over it. like I, that. It's time to put that to rest because you are m way making up for it in the way that you are showing her spirit that how it's possible to live a different life. And now when she does come back, she's gonna have. The, these lessons that you've taught her in the way you live your life so that she can now do it differently. Yeah, no, for sure. No, I always feel her a connection. Especially, that's why I love 14ers. Like, for, you know what 14ers are. I don't, right? no, I don't. I, in fact, I was looking at your uh, uh, Instagram and it was mentioning <laughs> it. I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, 14ers are mountains that you climb that are over 14,000 feet in the air. Okay. So um, it's kind of like... I um I just like I love being that high up because it just I mean I just love love being up there you know in like even though the air is thin and, yeah. and everything and it's a very hard climb sometimes but it's just being up there and I also feel like a huge connection to everything even more around me and even closer to like kind of like the universe in a way and also to my mom so and that's why I, it's in a way that's why I love climbing and being and doing those challenges because I feel like I'm just a little bit closer to her in, a, in, that, in that instance. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. It's, it's, so you, when you're up there at that height and, and looking down, that's when you feel the most connected to Earth, even, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like you see, sometimes you can see the curvature of the Earth. Like, yeah. It's just like, whoa, we live on a planet. Like, this is insane. Like, we always forget that we, like, we are so, like, work go to work and do all these other things and then it's just like wait stop we live on a planet guys do you realize this we're floating in space <laughs> i don't think people realize that you know and it's like whoa <laughs> like it's just that just you know it's just to get out of your picture of life sometimes you have to kind of expand and be like oh <laughs> yeah for sure and and i think you have to put your a lot of people don't put themselves in those positions where they realize that we're on a planet it kind of can make you feel small but that's almost good because that's how you realize oh, we're inhabiting this thing that's floating through, that's flying through space. <laughs> you know, exactly. we're not the only. And destruction could happen at any moment. Yeah. No, I'm just well, it could. Actually, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so that's why you've got to live it. You've got to live your dreams while, you know, in the moment because, like you said, you never know when. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you'll be up on top of some mountain and you'll be you'll see the asteroid coming before the rest of us. <laughs> okay. that's, that's cool with me. If I died on top of a mountain, I'd probably be pretty happy. Well, does your husband <laughs> climb with you? Um, he climbs. He's like really busy with work and the guard right now. So I have a lot of like friends that go with me. Um, 
And we're going to climb the same mountain I climbed like last week. In about two weeks, Mount Sherman, which is only 14,050 feet, which it's still high up there. Um, so I always want to go higher, so I'm insane. <laughs> but I, um, he's going to come up with me. I'm excited for him to have his first 14er up there. But nice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> nice. Is it, so do you put, does that take, is that like, do you do like, is that like hardcore climbing or are there, tra is it a trail? I don't, I don't have any idea. I, I've. I'm a, I don't do heights. I'm the opposite of you. <laughs> I get up there and I get, uh, um, you know, I get dizzy and, and I want to throw oh, up. No. So I stay down on the ground as much as possible. But so like, what, like, what is that? Is that like hardcore climbing? Does it take training? Um, you know, it's a, there's different stages of the mountains. Like some of them are stage four, stage, um, stage three, stage two, stage one. Um, I usually just do like, like two. Blanca um, was kind of two into three. <laughs> that was a very scary mountain. It's very like you do sometimes you are on your hands and your feet climbing up. It's mainly bouldering up like okay. rocks and stuff and you have to watch your step because you could slide down and I'm telling you when you're up that high and you hear rocks fall down to the bottom it's like whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for I will be soft if I fall down. <laughs> I won't make that Right. <laughs> no that's cool. That's cool that like you're just always pushing yourself. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's, that's, it's, it doesn't, it seems like no matter what, it, it, it like, will you, do you think you'll ever be satisfied or, or, it, will there, it, where, where, as soon as you reach, because it's like you say, you, you've already reached the, you've reached the, you've been doing these 14ers, but now what? Now you want to go higher. You say you always yeah, want to go higher. So, I, like, <laughs> no, that's good. That's good that you're always pushing yourself and, 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 and that you actually do it because, when you when we a lot of us ha we have this drive to do things and we just don't allow ourselves to do it and that's when we start getting depressed and that's when it starts feeling like we're not where we're supposed to be and we're not doing the things we're supposed to be but you just have to do it don't you yep you just gotta just all right just do it yep just go because <laughs> you feel that call it's only you that's stopping yourself yeah, yeah you feel that call and you just follow that call and that's that's why I wanted to talk to you is because you just you're this person that um it's inspiring because so many people have have the hear the call and don't answer it or don't respond to it you just ignore it and kind of suppress it yeah i think if i would depress like like suppress the the feeling of wanting to go do things all the time i would get super depressed probably <laughs> i'd like sit around and self-loathe and whatever and i just ugh, i did a lot of that in my 20s i'm over that yeah. i'm like <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready just to try to keep the best positive mindset that I can right now and just go for it. And, you know, like I said, sometimes there's a, there are rough days, but there are also a lot of good days as well. So, <laughs> How did you deal with that when you were younger and maybe when you didn't have this wide open space and have these mountains in front of you that you can climb or you could be out in nature daily? Did you find other outlets or were you, or, or, or were you just feeling stuck? I was feeling stuck, you know. Um, especially as like a teenager dealing with my mother and stuff and then uh, my I'm also adopted by my father so you know he was gone a lot and then my mom would be gone a lot doing her things so I would just feel like I never had the opportunity but I always felt the call to do something like that and I'd always be outside when I was little 
and I had a dog named Lady, and we'd always go, like, all these little adventures. We'd go outside, and she, I'd watch her kill groundhogs and stuff, which is funny because I'm a vegetarian now, and I don't know if I could watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but because the farmer would be like, oh, you could come and wake up early, and your dog can go kill a bunch of groundhogs. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. What? Well, that's that's actually a good way to do it because then that's just more of a nat a natural way to uh, yeah. pe natural pest control. I'm all for natural pest control. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Just, I mean, just you know, like I don't know. Like I just had like I'd always had like a hard time with depression and stuff when I was like a kid with my mother and everything, and then having to deal with her because I was mainly like the mom. You know, I always had to take care of her, take care of the house, or cook myself dinner and stuff. Yeah. Um. So, but it's just, I don't know, I just, I mean, I had some rough times in my teenage years. I skipped school, and I didn't even like school. I actually have really bad dyslexia. So yeah. school's a real challenge yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, now <laughs> um, still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> is that right? That's cool. That's cool. You're, no, it's, you're, you're an inspiration. Because it it Aww. is it is because like I mean I mean I don't I don't know you outside of I've never talked to you outside of this conversation so I can't vouch for your personality <laughs> outside of you know pictures you post on Instagram but you like it all you always look happy and you sound happy and it's like it, it it's like it's like a, a real life um, case study you know that we can look at and say yeah. and say maybe you don't need maybe these things that you're this dep these de the depression that you're feeling, maybe it's not a chemical imbalance. Maybe you're just not where you're supposed to be. I completely agree because, like, I, I've i had, like, a doctor tell me, like, all these, like, I had a severe depression. You just need to take medicine. And I'm always paranoid about my weight. So they would give me on this medicine. I'd gain weight. I'm like, oh, done with that medicine. <laughs> no way. And I'd be like, go lose it real quick. <laughs> like, no. So, um I just don't like chemicals. The only thing I take is I get migraines is Excedrin, but that's like as far as I go. But it's just, I just, it is, I think that we just get so like stuck in this like, well, you need to take medicine. You need to go to a doctor. You need to go to this class or you need to do, get into this group so you can get support. And I'm like, no, like I, I think that I found my, my thing, you yeah. know, like I don't need any of that. And like, I have never been like, more happier when I'm out there and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do what makes you happy instead of <laughs> yeah. instead of uh, just putting a, a a drug on it to to oh, numb yeah. to numb your your unhappiness. Not that, and that's not saying. I mean, there are people that need it clearly, but I think a lot. I think it's just so over. Everything is so over prescribed. When really the problem, it, it's just it's almost like it's trying to deal with the symptoms of the problem. You know, you're just. It's like it's suppressing the symptoms. It's making you like numb, so you're not upset with where you are in life, rather than like getting out there and changing your life. Yeah, you you've got you you have to do that. Like from my experience, like I just you just you just have to go be a go getter in life for that. And it's hard to get yourself out of that because I I was there, but. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta like ask yourself like, what you want to live like this? You just want to go and do it and just. Just go. Yeah. Like, and it's hard. It's hard to do that sometimes. Too, it takes but. a lot of courage. That's like that's kind of why yeah. you're kind of a rare case because it's like, how do you find yeah. that courage to just do it when everybody's telling you you're crazy? Well, yeah. You know, I think it's a lot because like my upbringing and everything, and just 
like having like a rough time in like my 20s a little bit until I met Dave, you know, it was just like, ugh, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> like I got to just go and not be suppressed anymore. It's not worth it because I know what it's like and it's that I don't want to go back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're you're the poster child for for doing, for living the, the calling that you're supposed to live. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> this is sweet of you. Well, no, but... And and then I mean and then even like you still don't stop. I mean you you answered that call and you went went west and then you got west and you went once you got there you realized well now you wanted to do this other thing and now that you're doing that you're realizing okay well that was just another it's always they're always steps and as and you can keep progressing through life you don't have to stop you can always be evolving I mean who it used to be you know back in the olden days where you took on a profession in your 20s and that's what you were your entire life there was no changing and now you can live so many different lives in a lifetime yeah if you let yourself no for sure you gotta step out of that because i see like a lot of people who are there's nothing wrong with having kids and buying a house and doing this stuff but it just it's just not for i mean i definitely want a house in the woods somewhere for sure because yeah. <laughs> i need to have my coffee so i can look out for the woodland creatures one day and but right. <laughs> I just and I believe a hundred percent that you will <laughs> have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you yeah. you know where you're supposed to be, and you know where your place is, and you will get there. For sure. No matter how hard it is, a lot of people just say, "Well, that's just too hard. I'll just stay where I'm at." And that's what you can't. You have to just. And that's where the fun is. The fun's in the adventure, in getting there, in the path. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. This is awesome. Um, Aww. I was so glad that we got a chance to talk. Finally, sure. it's been fun. yeah. Do you do you have any uh, words of advice for anybody, or do you think we covered them? I mean, I think we covered them. Yeah. I would just like suggest for people just to kind of like get out there, and even if it's like if it seems like it's hard, I mean, everything's always hard before it gets easy, and that hard part is the part where it kind of sculpts you um, to be that person. Um, to be that good, like, strong person. And it takes a while because it took me a while, and I'm still a work in progress, and I will be for the rest of my life. I'm not perfect. But, I mean, just I would just go out there and live your dreams because it's completely worth it, and it's, like, soul cleansing. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's cleansing just to watch you living your dreams because I, oh, I would okay. recommend everybody follow Mrs. Hartman on uh, Instagram because oh. then you can't, can if, if, you, uh, if you're in a place where you can't maybe – if you've made decisions and choices where you're in a place where you feel maybe stuck, that I think you're following you would be inspiring. Is it is? It is. It's, it's inspiring, and I kind of get to live vicariously through you. Oh. <laughs> I kind of get to get. I kind of get to get out into the wilderness with you with all your pictures that you post. You and your wife are gonna have to come out oh, here. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, and we could take a train up to a, a 14er. You can go to Pikes Peak, America's Mountain. <laughs> well, we're gonna do it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean it. I'm gonna do it, and and I know that yes. I know that since I said it, you're gonna make me do it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna make sure you wet them out for sure. <laughs> oh, that'll it'll be fun. That'll be awesome. Well, right on. This is so cool, and this was so. When my rambling days are over, and my gambling days are through. When my rambling days are over. And my gambling days are through. 
If you tell me that you love me, I'll be coming back to you. Be sure to um, follow Angela. Her updated username handle on uh, Instagram is she went wandering. She has a really great blog. You kind of can get the sequel to this um, and see how how uh, her life is different from where she was at this moment. So she went wandering on Instagram. Click that link in her bio. She's got some great writing. Uh, should we finish with another song? I usually don't do another song at the end of this, but you're here. We might as well, right? All right. <laughs> 